This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and founder and CEO of several companies. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Welcome in, everyone, to The Michael Wall Show. It is a brand new show. I'm excited for you this show. We're going to talk about some things that are going to help you with your health. So if you're out there and you're like, you know what, I'd like to be a little bit healthier I'd like to be a little bit wealthier. Well, I mean, I think we all want to be a little wealthier, by the way, so you can listen to Invest Well Show, another show there that we have. A little plug for that show. And on a little side note, I want to give a little shout-out to Wall Private Wealth and uh, Wall Wealth Management. Obviously, those are the companies that give us the ability to make the Michael Wall Show happen, underwriting the cost and everything that goes into this show. You can find out more about them at leanonthewall.com. So you got questions about your wealth, head over to leanonthewall.com. But today on this show... We're going to talk about why healthcare in America, and quite honestly in the world, but more importantly in, in America as we are here, is changing. I got a special guest live in studio, Danielle DiPiero. And, hey, how are you? And she is uh, ready to rock and roll. She's been in the game for healthcare game now, Danielle, for what, uh, 75 years? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, she's not quite 75 years, a little bit less than that. But she's uh, got a lot of expertise, a lot of knowledge in the space, and she is a uh, uh, DO with Wellness First in Juno Beach. And we're talking about how healthcare has changed. You know, one of the things, Danielle, first off, let me say thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. And, we're, you know, just the whole idea of we talked about the top five causes of illnesses in America today and how they are still preventable. We're not going to talk about that yet. It's a little tag, so you want to stay listening to this show. We're going to cover that in just a few moments, and how you can prevent some of these major illnesses that are just not being addressed with traditional health care. So the question that I have for you initially is, do you get health care help? Do you go to a doctor? Do you have uh, people helping you along the way? Is your health care meeting your needs, or is it staying ahead of the curve, we'll say, and doing things that are outside the box and doing things differently. And you guys do things a little bit differently at Wellness First. So let's first talk about, you are a DO, right, Danielle? And we talk about DO, MD, AD, DOD, DA. These are all not true, by the way. I'm just making up initials. But what is a DO? So a DO stands for Doctor of Osteopathy. Got it. And so people get that confused with orthopedic. Right. A little different. We do have a little bit of more training in, during medical school about the musculoskeletal system and how structure and function are related. So similar to what a chiropractor does, right? Mm -hmm. But we still get all the similar training that an MD would get. So I am board certified in family medicine, mm -hmm. but I do know a little bit more about the musculoskeletal system and how that relates to total body health. And so if someone comes in with like a chronic pain issue, instead of just writing them a prescription for medication, I can actually do manual manipulation with my hands hmm. to try to improve structure to mm -hmm. then improve function, functionality. So why, so you can do that, but in, in addition to that, why does that set you apart as, as most MDM? Because, you know, you think about it as a doctor, a lot of times you go in and for most doctors, they're either going to prescribe you something. Sure. Or they're going to recommend something, some type of surgery or some type of therapy or some type of something. And you're in a situation where you're saying you guys are a little bit more hands on because you've had some additional training. Is that what I hear you saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I really can't speak to the MDs because I didn't get their training. I'm sure that, right. you know, they, they do a great job as well. But yep. just at the very core of what a DO believes is that 
we are mind, body, and spirit. And so just looking at the physical piece of, mm-hmm. of a person is not looking at the total person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so looking at their mental, emotional, as well as their physical well-being is really important to finding health. Mm-hmm. So we're not just treating disease, we're trying to find health, mm-hmm. correct the imbalance, mm-hmm. whatever that might look like. And sometimes mm-hmm. that is a structural imbalance. And so it's really more of a holistic approach. I think people are familiar with that term. Yeah. And so that's really... And that term sometimes, though, can get watered down, it can't can. it? It Every, I'm, well We're can. holistic, holistic, holistic. What does that mean? You know, and it's... I want to ask you this real quick in relation to that, because I think you were hitting something that's important. I believe the medical industry and a lot of times today, and I think consumers know this, you know, as you're listening to this show, you know that you've probably... You can get on the internet, you can Google all kinds of different things and get all kinds of responses and all kinds of feedback. And Danielle, there's so much information out there that can be really overwhelming in a lot of ways. And then you go to the, the, the doctor and, you know, you feel like the doctors a lot of times are prescribing things that maybe some of the pharmaceutical companies are recommending and, you know, who's really in whose bed and who's really out for the consumer. And so when you talk about holistic, when you talk about healthcare, I think as a general whole, you know, we've been through the ringer as a country. We have some of the highest dollars spent of any country in the world, and yet we have some of the worst health care in the world at the same time. So we know that just throwing money at the problem isn't the way to fix the issue. It's, it's looking at it completely differently. So when you talk about holistic, let me ask you this. I believe that a lot of uh, Americans will say, so if you're listening to this, by the way, in another country, now you have a little bit of insight of what America's doing, but I believe a lot of Americans believe that health care is kind of just a Band-Aid on the real problem. They're not really diving deep and finding the issue to fix it because the healthcare system is set up in such a way that it profits when people keep coming back. Right. You guys have structured yourself a little bit differently, and I like that, uh, from a holistic, almost more of a concierge type of primary care. So dive into a little bit about how your clients connect with your firm. You talked a little bit about an annual subscription or an annual fee or et cetera. And, and to some people initially like, what? What do you mean an annual fee? But it gives you guys the ability to actually alleviate the fact that, you know, revenues coming in any business, any doctor has to make money. Right. So, you know, revenues coming in, which gives you the ability to really focus on what matters. Talk a little bit about why that model is a little different than what we're seeing in the medical space today. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that it allots us is time. And time is what you need to really get to the root cause of the issue, right? What, what you were saying, right? So a lot of times in 15 minutes, you can't really understand what a patient's actual need is. Mm. And so you're, you're basing your decisions off of lab results versus looking at what is actually the underlying cause of, of their issue, yeah. right? And so it, a lot of times it's reactive medicine. Mm-hmm. And so you are just putting a pill to a symptom, but a lot of times that medication creates even more problems. Mm -hmm. And so what we're talking about reversible, preventable diseases, you got to look at their lifestyle. You Mm got to correct those things first. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times that gets them out of the weeds, that gets them out of their disease. Yeah. When you really focus on nutrition, exercise, sleep, hormone balance, stress management, Hmm. right? You're looking at all of those facets of their health you're trying to correct those things. And so that concierge fee puts a little skin in the game, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're actively participating, participating yeah. right? And so that is really what we're after. We want people who are going to participate because we're going to give you all the knowledge that we have. We're going to give you all the time that we have. Mm-hmm. And we want you to partner with us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To go on your own individual health journey because no two people have the same health journey. Mm-hmm. Everyone's needs are different. 
no two people have walked the same road. And so that's what that time gives us to understand what does your life look like up to this point? Some people have things, they're 60 years old, started when they were just an infant because maybe they were on multiple antibiotics mm-hmm. or they were bottle fed versus breastfed. I mean, mm-hmm. all of these things mm-hmm. come into play to to find where you are in your current health position. Yeah. So we have to go after those things yeah. and really understand where a person is coming from when we meet them. When I was I was intrigued, you talked about your time, FaceTime, we'll call it. This isn't using your Apple or uh, iPad FaceTime with your with your neighbor, but this it could be. But this is you guys are literally sitting down with clients and patients, and when you do that, you're spending a fair amount of time with them. Oh, right? my, sometimes that first visit is ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. What do you see follow up looking like? And that's important because I have a follow up question with that. Yeah. So it depends on the person, but typically we do labs during that first visit mm-hmm. and they come back two to three weeks later and they have a follow-up to review their labs. And that is another 30, 45 minute appointment to really nail down what's on first, what's on second. This is what you really, this is already to start. Yeah, I know your end game. I know your end goal is this because we ask them a lot of questions before even seeing them to kind of get a sense of where mm-hmm. they are and what their health goals are. Mm-hmm. And so then I kind of have an individualized plan for each patient yeah. moving forward. And I want you to think about this again, as you're listening to this, because, you know, the typical medical process is such that, you know, you're going to the doctor's office, And you're primarily spending most of your time with staff or other people that have certain designations and license. And the amount of time oftentimes that you're spending with the actual doctor is very, very limited. You know, five minutes, 10 minutes, maybe three, two, three minutes. And the reason is, is because their day is really based on volume. And that's where most uh, doctor's practices, unfortunately, have been. I had a good friend growing up, Danielle, that was... uh, you know, family, kind of private family practice, if you will. But he was just a a traditional family medicine. And, you know, his numbers were based on volume. And if he wanted to make more money, he had to see more people. And it just became challenging. And and one of the things that I like that you guys have done, and you talked about the amount of clients you currently have, how many clients you'd like to have, et cetera. So there's some opening for some new clients, which is good. But similar to how we've done it in our firm, you know, at the private wealth side, helping families with their wealth, people say, well, how do you have the time to do this and do this and do this and this? And the reason is, is because we have done the math. We've built our business based around time. Yes. Not just based around revenue. Yes. And so what we know is, is if we want to, if we want to service clients in a certain way, you know, we're going to able to have a certain amount of clients come to the firm, still can bring on more clients. But if we want to increase the revenue, we just increase the dollars. Right. Or we increase the value that we're bringing so we can increase the revenue from per client, et cetera. And you guys are in a place where you kind of have a similar model from the beginning. You've thought through what your process is, your business structure looks like. And so you've put a certain dollar amount to, you know, your annual subscription, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So let's talk about that real quick, because I think the time with the doctor is important. And what do you see? What do you typically see? You know, the general person out there is coming in. Because people that are listening to this have probably had some degree of medical experience, some degree of uh, a doctor's visits, et cetera. Sure. And they're in a situation where everybody knows going to the doctor's is a pain in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're waiting in the in the, the waiting room for 45 hours while the yeah. doctor's washing his hands and she's getting ready with whatever, kidding, of course. But you're in a place where it's just, it's an uncomfortable experience. Right. Nobody wants to go to the doctor, you know? And so from that perspective, how do you guys make that experience different for families and in this new concierge model, which is a, it's really kind of a newer, more cutting edge type of a philosophy because most practices in the country are not doing it. 
how do you guys make the experience different? Yeah, that's a great question. So really our wait times are negligible. We do our scheduling strategically so that uh, we have someone coming in every 30, 30 minutes to an hour. And really, they shouldn't be waiting at all. We do have open slots. So where if a patient calls and they're sick, they need to be seen same day. They can see us the same day, mm-hmm. right? And so it's all about just strategic. So you've built those in. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Of course, of course. So we want to break down those barriers that mm-hmm. people get mm-hmm. all the time. They can't get their lab results back. They can't get the doctor to call them back. They can't get the nurse to call them back. Well, we're concierge. So that means we're going above and beyond any, yeah. uh, any of your expectations, right? To be accessible to right. you. And so yeah. even, even after business hours, mm-hmm. but our team is also trained, not just my partner, Dr. Halley and myself, but our team knows, okay, this person needs to be seen today or they can wait till tomorrow. I mean, we do a lot of internal training so mm-hmm. that we also understand how to best support our patients mm-hmm. for whatever their needs might be. And that's important, you know, because obviously there's a cost for that. You guys have to operate and run. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, what do you want to, you're trading your time for something. And for me, I'm in a situation where in my life, if I have a little things, I'm saying, you know what, just just take care of it, get it done. I don't want to waste time. I don't want to sit there for 30 or 40 or 50 minutes because I have other things that I need to be doing with my life. Oh, yeah. And that's important. All right, let's move into real quick the top five causes. And again, we're having a conversation here with Danielle DePiro. Am I saying that right? <laughs> say, say, say it correctly. It's your name. You know it. DiPiero. DiPiero. See, <laughs> I, I have never said that I'm an expert in pronunciation of names. So now that you know, uh, you know. All right. So obviously she's with Wellness First. And we talked about the top five causes of illness that are still preventable. Yeah. Now that's a kind of an interesting conversation. It is. Top five causes in America. So let's start out real quick. We don't have a little countdown, but we'll do, I'll just ding, 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 ding. And then you go. What are the top five causes right now in America that you believe are preventable? Heart disease. Okay. Being number one. Number two, diabetes. Okay. Number three, cancer. Yep. Number four, autoimmune disease. And then neurodegenerative diseases. Yeah. By the yeah. way, I put her on the spot. She's got no notes. She's sitting here looking at me. <laughs> I wanted to test her and see, does she know what they are? And she does. So how are they preventable? I mean, everybody's, you know, the cancer industry, mm. the America Cancer uh, Society and all this stuff, which, uh, you know, they may listen to the podcast and say, wait a minute, he's talking about us. Well, that's right. We are. Because in my opinion, these organizations are just money making machines. Yeah. And not really cause, you don't have to say they are. I can say they are. I'm not a doctor. I'm not fighting anybody. But the point is, is they're not really solving any problems. They're making nice touchy feel organizations where people come together. They're doing research, pink awareness, all the stuff. Everybody's happy. But we're in a situation where we've done all this research and there's really been no solutions. There's been advances in their technology, but there's been no real fixes preventative wise. It's after the fact. Agreed. So from your perspective, how do we prevent some of these issues? Heart disease, cancer, et cetera. Lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. That's all that it is. Hmm. At the root of it, it's inflammation. Mm-hmm. That is, if you look at diabetes, heart disease, I, I don't necessarily know that cancer, but cancer can can stem from several imbalances, right? Toxic overload, poor gut health. Genetics obviously is a, is a part of it as well, but these things that are preventable, mm-hmm. if we're just putting a medication, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. it's not getting to the root of the of the cause. You have to address the root. Right. If you're just cutting off the branches. The root is still present. The problem right. is still there. Yeah. And so that's where we're trying to 
get people in. They're like, well, I'm not sick. Well, okay, but there are still things that you can do yeah. to, to prevent that from even happening, yeah. right? Even fatigue, yeah. you know, you can, that's such a vague term, right? So many people come to us with fatigue. Well, that might be actually something underlying that's mm-hmm. kind of brewing that's, that hasn't manifested yet as autoimmune disease or cancer or something else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But like, let's understand what is causing this. You shouldn't be fatigued all the time. Mm-hmm. That's a big, big complaint that we see a lot. Yeah. And a lot of times you see a, another doctor and your labs look fine. They're like, well, you're fine. It's just aging. Mm-hmm. I think that's a terrible answer, right? Right, right? You should be aging well. Right. I think people can feel better at 65 than they did at 45. Mm-hmm. And so my father is one of those people, mm-hmm. right? That I've been able to help. Because you're saying he's, he's playing basketball all over the world. He is. Yeah. He's one of the best seven-year-old players I know. So think about this for a minute. As you're listening to this, folks, her father is 70 years old. He's an attorney, 70 years old. Going travels the world and playing basketball. Now he plays with a bunch of fifty-year-olds. So <laughs> yeah. when you look at that in ratio, he's playing with people twenty years younger than he is. But he's all over the world playing basketball at seventy. So a lot of this preventative stuff we know it works. It works. Yeah, you know I notice a big difference, Danielle, as well. And we we've seen this. You can go to different areas of the country, right? And you'll see where different types of healthcare are given, or where more active lifestyles are being promoted. And and people are out and they're playing tennis and they're doing things in general and they're they're optimistic and they're going to events and they're kind of focused on you know what they're eating and eating healthier and more organic and all of this stuff. And you can go to other areas where it's not so much the case and the obesity is much higher and the, the depression is much higher and people are in a place where it's like, man, you know, so you just see the simple difference. And I think as you're listening to this out there, all you got to do is pay attention, just wake up, look at people around you and see what's happening. And you'll see the need for what we're talking about here. This is really, really important. All right. So I'm going to give you a couple minutes of the last word and we're going to just talk about what you see. What is the, what is the paradigm shift for somebody that they've been caught up I mean, I can only say this from our experience on the wealth side, people that have been caught up in, we'll call it, I call it the big houses, you know, all of the big names you've heard of before that market and have offices everywhere. Right. And then they come in and connect with us and they're like, wow, this is, why have I not heard of this stuff before? Yeah. And the reason is, is because these big houses don't have the ability to offer some of this stuff. They don't think differently. They're not holistic and, and boutique in the same way that we are. And you're in a situation where I think a lot of similarities there. What's the shift that you see or what do people realize or what do you maybe have to break through even Yeah. when people first come in and say, well, why should I pay you an amount of money every year just to be a member of your quote unquote club? And you're like, well, wait a minute. It's much more than that. Right. So talk a little bit about what that looks like with somebody kind of coming in and they're seeing things differently. They've now, the scales have been removed and they can now see clearly. Yeah. You know, the old song, I can see clearly now. The rain. Exactly. I'm not going to sing it for you. Go ahead. Let's do it. (laughs) She's also a uh, Grammy award. No, I'm kidding. So, (laughs) I mean, literally though, what is the, what what is the shift? What do you see? What, what, what are you fighting against? Poverty mindset. And people's mindset. Yeah. A poverty or a... I want this pill to fix this. Yeah. This like simple, quick, easy fix, right? Can you put a dollar amount on your health? Mm. Can you put a dollar amount on the time that you're going to spend well with your children and your grandchildren? Mm. And so what is the value of that to you? I can't answer that for each patient and it may not be there for them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I know that I'm not the right fit for everyone. Mm -hmm. I recognize that. But for someone who is willing to sit any up and say, I am not only going to invest my finances, but I'm going to invest my time with you because mm-hmm. I do. I ask my patients to participate with me because mm-hmm. I give them all that I know. 
and I ask them to do the same in return. I really see myself more as like a coach Mm -hmm. because I I think encouragement and walking alongside someone wherever they may be in their, in their journey, that's what they need, right? They need some accountability. They need some encouragement. They need hope. Yeah. And so that is something that if they've been burned, if they feel restless, if they feel like no one's really being an advocate for them, mm-hmm. that's really what we're trying to come alongside them and be for them. Mm-hmm. Does that answer your question? No, it definitely yeah. answers the All question. Right. And you know, what it does is it causes me to think of, I remember Zig Ziglar before he was talking about, can you position or picture yourself in such a way that let's say you had a, a, a racehorse that was worth millions of dollars. Okay. As you're listening to this, I want you to think about this for a minute. So let's say you had a racehorse. You may not even, you know, care about racing or horses at all at all. But let's say you had a racehorse in this scenario that was worth millions of dollars. And Danielle's sitting here saying, okay, where's he going with this? You had a racehorse (laughs) worth millions of dollars. And you're looking at that horse and that horse became your best friend. And what you did is you said, hey, you know what? Because you're my best friend, I want to hang out with you, horse. I know this is weird, but I'm going to hang out with you and I'm going to feed you junk food and I'm going to let you drink alcohol all night. And I'm going to, you know, you can smoke cigarettes if you want and just do whatever you want to do. Of course you wouldn't do that. Right. But here we are with billion, 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 multi-billion, trillion dollar, whatever bodies. We can't even put a number on it. Right. That's good. And yet we're literally eating junk food, staying up too late. Yep. Eating things that are wrong, drinking things that are wrong. Not that you can't go out and have some cocktails from time to time, but in moderation. And somebody says, but yeah, but that's that's my body. I can do whatever I want to my body. Sure. And Zig's response to them is, well, what do you have against you? That's so good. What do you have against yourself? And, you know, I think it's important because I talk a lot around here on this show anyways, and even in, in our firm, More Than Money, we talk about the idea of purpose, living on purpose. And what do you have left yet to fulfill that you may not fulfill because you have not been focused on filling up your health and the things that need to be filled up with? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And you guys are coming into a place where you're saying, hey, we want to kind of take the scales off. We want to take the blinders off. We want to talk to you about things that are uncomfortable. We want to talk to you about stuff that nobody wants to discuss, like you actually making hard choices and real changes to have a better quality, more healthy future. But I need you to buy in and join me on the process. That's really good. Right? Exactly. And that's where you guys are. So, hey, we're talking to Danielle. She is a DO at Wellness First in Juneau. If you want to learn more about them, uh, you can go to wellnessfirstjunobeach.com or you can just reach out to the show. As always, info at leanonthewall.com. Info, I-N-F-O. I know it's a big word. Info at leanonthewall.com. You can learn more about uh, what's happening in her practice, connect with them, et cetera. But I'm going to give you the last word. Anything you want to share with our listeners out there about why changing the way your medical uh, needs are being attended to is necessary? I would just say be an advocate for yourself, right? If something is told to you that you just doesn't sit, resonate with you, get a second opinion. Mm. And... You have one life, one body, one chance. And I really think you summed it up so nicely for me. And so I don't have anything to add to that, but really take a look inward. See, even small changes can produce a very different result. And so, but that's change over time. Mm -hmm. And so just look inward, see those small tweaks that you can make. You don't actually, I think people know what they should change, right? Mm -hmm. They don't need someone to tell them. They they internally know. Mm -hmm. But if you need a little help along the way, find someone who shares that mindset 
And if you live near Judo Beach or, you know, around our area, we'd be happy to to meet up with you. We do offer a complimentary consultation if, for people who are interested in our practice to see if they, you know, are a good fit and mm-hmm. if we're a good fit for them. Mm-hmm. So thank Lo- you so much for having me. It's been fun. Yeah, love it. Enjoy it. You did great. And uh, again, if you have questions, feel free to reach out to them or reach out to our firm. And as always, the goal is to challenge you to live on purpose so you can live with purpose. If you enjoyed this show, I want to challenge you also, share this with someone that you know needs to hear this. Maybe someone that you know right now that is in the middle of a medical storm, a health storm, and they're not getting the solutions, and they're going from doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor. They're not being attended to. They don't know what to do. Share this with them. Share this show with them. Say, hey, listen, I, I heard this show. Take 15, 10, 15 minutes of your time and listen to this. And uh, add value in their life in a way that you may see have massive results in the future. Just because you took a little bit of time and clicked share on your phone. Not too challenging. Also, rate the show. If you loved this show and other shows that we got out there, we'd love to hear your feedback, comments. And uh, as always, uh, we love those five-star ratings. Appreciate you sharing that in the process as well. Here's the living on purpose so you can live with purpose and adding value in someone else's life that can do nothing in return for you. Until next show, we'll talk to you soon.